Ship, Tomator sponsorship by Sam and Malka Esterson in memory of their parents in commemoration of their yard sites, Yitzhak Leib, Ben Aaron Nikoen, Sarah Rochel Bas Baruch Avraham, Hinda Bas Chenech Ephraim, in honor of the Rav and all he does for the Kehillah and the community. We have a week of learning sponsored by Michael and Sarah Lippman and family in honor of Philip Sanfield, Sia Mashas, May Philip and his wife Judy. Merit to make many more Siyumim and continue to inspire us with all their Torah and Maisim Taivim. Mazel Tov, the weekly learning sponsor by Bill Eskin in honor of Chaim Rothschild. A Daf Yomi sponsor by my mother in honor of Rabbi Kalman Akiva Kovacs. Yom Okay, so before... Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. Shkoyach, shkoyach. Thank, thanks, Mom. She's, she's going to watch Thank you. She's going to watch the video later. Uh, so before we start the Daf, today happens to be a, a, uh, a Chag, a Yantav. I, I, I don't know. So the problem is... Is there a problem? Let's find out. There's a pasuk in the Torah, if you like. We don't follow the goyim. Now, the halacha in Shulchan Aruch says, in Kuf Ayin Ches, in Yeridea, it says, You don't follow what the non-Jews do. Uh, you don't wear the clothing they wear. Their, their special clothing that they, that they do. doesn't include uh, fancy hats. Haircuts like them. Now the Ramah explains, be, be differentiated. I'm not going to say separated, but differentiated in your clothing and your actions. That, that uh, uh, from a Yid, a Jew should not be emulating uh, the, the non-Jews. But it's really not Asr. If there's some sort of Pritzas, that's definitely Asr. They wear uh, fancy red clothing, he says. And he says, oh, but, and he says, now this is what's interesting. When, when they have a minhag, or a, a law, a regulation, there's no logical reason why. So you should be concerned uh, bay about this custom that the non-Jews have. It could be based in Avodah Zorah. That they're bringing it, it's, it's a minhag, I will say him be a dayhem. We say that Jews have a minhag, they have a minhag from their uh, Avodazara forefathers. And the Ramah goes on, something that's logical and meaningful. Their professional doctors have a special uh, garment, they wear white lab coats. So he says something's logical. So it's mutter to do something that has a logical reason, but not something that really has no reason, or a minog that they have, because it could be dark amor. It could be based on an idolatrous custom. So today, some people are going to eat turkey, and they're going to have no problem with it. Some people are going to say, no, you shouldn't eat turkey. It's a hukos akum, whatever, whatever. So you should know, if you don't eat turkey, you have what to rely on. If you do eat turkey, you have what to rely on. Rav Moshe specifically says it's definitely mutter. Uh, the Rav said it's mutter, and Rav Moshe explains. He says that um, it's not really a religious custom. It was sort of a communal, political custom. So you definitely have what to rely on to eat turkey. Now, if turkey's kosher, that's another discussion. Uh, in Eretz Yisrael, they're a little bit machmir because there's questions on the Mesira. You know, the Torah, the Torah lists the birds that are not kosher which implies the rest of the birds are kosher, but you need a mesorah, really, because some of the birds we can't really identify, Paris, Oznia, some things like this. But uh, there seems to be a reliable mesorah for turkey or something related enough that, uh, at least in America, Jews are eating turkeys. But it's not really an issue of chukas akum, it's not really religious, which sounds strange because the pilgrims who established Thanksgiving before 
the uh, state of America was established were, were religious, so it's a little bit strange. But the actual holiday of Thanksgiving was not a religious holiday. But then I found something very interesting. It's in my phone, and it's the letter from uh, the first president of the United States. So George Washington wrote a letter advising, not requiring, but advising Thanksgiving. He says, whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of almighty Hashem, he, said, he says God, not Hashem there, to obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor, whereas both houses of Congress have by joint committee requested me to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many signal favors of Almighty Hashem, especially by affording them opportunity peaceably to establish and form a government for their safety and happiness. And he goes on, now, therefore, I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th of November, next to be devoted by the people of these states to the service of that great and glorious being, with a capital B, who is the beneficent author of all the good that was, that is, or that will be. It, he goes on a little more, as Rijos, but this Lashon, you don't find this in Christian liturgy anywhere. Was, is, and will be is a Jewish reference to God, to Hashem. And it seems to me, I, I wasn't there, I'm not that old yet. It seems to me that somebody Jewish was talking to George Washington when they were coming up with this Thanksgiving thing. Because I have never seen in any non-Jewish writings this reference to was, is, and will be. That's a Jewish thing. So it's very, if there are historians who are Bucky and George Washington, I, I know there's a, there's a, a story uh, that George Washington saw a Jew lighting a menorah at Valley Forge and it inspired him in the dark winter. Something like, okay, so Hanukkah, menorah, that's coming up. It's beautiful. But if there's, if there's something to this, let me know because this is an amazing thing that George Washington's letter about Thanksgiving says was, is, and will be. It's really amazing. I, I want to cite something else to you, and this is something that was written in 1939. And, and he writes, uh, he, he talks about 1939, there was this it, the war was about to start, World War II was about to start, and he talks about all these authoritarian regimes in Europe and that they're, they're trying to make everybody follow along with them. And he says, It thus emerges no national regime may espouse a single system of beliefs. Rather, it must only serve its function, which is to see that no one perpetrates injustice against another, steals or murders. For if not for the fear of the regime, people would swallow one another alive. That's Pirkei Avos. However, with regard to opinion, religion, and speech, everyone shall be free to do as he wishes. Therefore, the United States which established in his constitution 150 years ago that it will not uphold any faith or ideology or that each man shall do as he desires and the regime will see that people do not molest one another is carrying out Hashem's will. It is for that reason they have succeeded and become great in our times. That was written by Rav Moshe Feinstein in 1939 when he was still in Europe. So he, back in Europe, they realized the United States was exceptional for not demanding obedience of its people, but letting everyone believe the way they want to believe and simply keeping people you know, from killing each other. Like Pierre Gavos says, that, that's the real job of governments. So we see an endorsement from Rav Moshe of the United States. We see uh, that he says Thanksgiving is Mutzer. And with that, Baruch Hashem, we're going to start the actual daf. We are on Yud Base at the Gemara. Now remember, just a re quick recap. The mission is talking about the fast days. Now, when the rain didn't come, we saw uh, the, the previous mission, the Yechidim, the rabbis, the leaders, they would start to fast, Behab, three times, Mon Monday, Thursday, Monday. And now, if that didn't work, the Mishnah we just read yesterday went on and said, we add three more fasts, another Bahab for everybody, a tiny tzibur for everybody. If that doesn't work, we have seven more for a total of 13, Kenegah the Yud Gimel Midas Rachamim. So then we're up to 13 fast days. 
and they, they get a little more strict. As it goes on and you still don't have the rain, the fasts get a little more stringent and then they become usher in, in malacha and in bathing as we're going to explain today. So the Gemara picks up. This is the last medium line on Yud base, Amid base. Bish lama kuhu isbahu tainu. Rechitza sicha tashishimita. All these things that we forbid on public fast days, they have enjoyment. That's why they're forbidden, such as washing, anointing, and using the bed. That doesn't mean napping, that means with the wife. Avo malacha tsarhu. But malacha, you say malacha is forbidden on a fast day. Malacha is tsar. Malacha is, I don't want to say painful, but it's exertion, it's, it's work. Work is work, or both side. Amar of Chista, Amar of Yermia, Bar Abba, Amar Kra, Kidshu Tsom, Kiru Atsora Isvu Zakanim. This is a Pasuk in Nehemia where they got together the Zakanim to address a problem they were having. And the Lashon is Kidshu Tsom, so sanctify the fast, Kiru Atsora, call it Atsora, which is, is a stop sign in Israel, Atsora, but it's like a, a ceasing. That usually refers to labor. Uh, the Rashi here points out uh, Atzeris refers to Shvuas or Shmini Atzeris, we don't work. Isvuzakadim, gather the elders. Katzeris, the Gemara says it's like Atzeris, Ma Atzeris, you know, Shvuas or Shmini Atzeris, also Basias Malacha. You don't do Malacha, off tiny, so too a public fast day, one of these more stringent fasts. Also Basias Malacha, you can't do work too. Even though it's not uh, an issue of Tanu, because work takes work. Ima Atzeris Mirta, the Gemara asks a follow up question. But Atzeris, an actual holiday, Meorta, it's usher to do work from the evening. Meorta, from, from the evening before. You know, our holidays start at nightfall. Aftainis nami Meorta, our fasts also. And here we said you could keep eating and Mashma also keep working. In the Mishnah, it said at night. The fast really starts during the day. Amar of Zeru, Lididima Farshali, Mined Rabbi Yirmi Bar Abbas, Rabbi Yirmi Abba explained his drasha to me. Amar Kra Isvuzakainim, because the Pasuk says, you, you have this, this karu atzara, you call it an atzeris, a stopping, but why? For isvuzakanim, to gather the elders together. Do me a desivuzakanim. So your fast day should be like a gathering of the zakanim. Ma'asivuzakanim bayom. When do you gather the zakanim? Not at nighttime, Rabosai. They have a bedtime. You gather them at the daytime. Aftsam nami bayom. Stushi be by daytime. Just a, a point. If you're, if you're making a wedding and you're inviting the Rosh Yeshiva or somebody, Shalita, uh, and they're, you know, they're a zakan, they're an elder. You know, don't don't make the chuppah at eight p.m. for both sides, please. They they have they have night seder, they have responsibilities. Like, you know, we, we got to go to bed for both sides. Don't stay up all night. Just you know, point of reference there. So uh, the zakanim they gather during the day, not at night. So too, the tzom should be during the day. Ema mitihara. So why not mitihara the afternoon? Tihara in Aramaic is tzoharaim in Ivrit. It's the afternoon. Amar of Sheisha Bered Ravidi Misayle Rav Huna. This supports Rav Huna. To Amar, he says, what do they do on a fast day? Mitzafra Kinufia. They gather together in the morning. In Shachris, they would gather together in the morning already, not in the afternoon. They wouldn't wait till then. Hey, this. What would they actually do on this fast day when they're gathering together? Amar Abaye. What do they do? Abaye says Mitzafra Ad Palga Diyoma from the morning, right, right after Shachris, they'd stay in shul and up until noon, which is Palga Diyoma, half the day. Demata. They would investigate the matters of the city. And the Rashi here says Drisha V'Chakira. That's the lashon we saw in Rosh Hashanah, right? Well, who gets Drisha V'Chakira? The Edim. Beautiful. The Edim to the moon. We get a Drisha V'Chakira. Edim generally. The court gives dricha v'chakira. You ask, you investigate, you see what's going on. The Rashi explains, you look for problems in the city, for financial problems, if there's, if there's gezel, if there's Hamas. 
not not Hamas, those guys, but Hamas like extortion, like financial mis misdealings, ona, overcharging, price gouging, ribis, things like this. And you try to return the money. You try to make peace between the people because financial misdealings can lead to a lack of rain. Because of course we saw rain is is brocha, is parnosa. We had rain is called parnosa. So if people are attacking each other's parnosa in the city, that's going to God forbid stop the rain. So the first half of the day after shachars, they were checking it out and seeing if there were problems they needed to rectify. Mikon ve'elach after this riva diyoma a fourth of the day. So the early afternoon, Krida and Besifra Vaftarta. You read the Sefer Torah and the Haftarah. So that's what we do. Vayachal. So we, we read a, a Haftarah in the afternoon. So of course in the morning we read from the Torah also. And in the afternoon, Mincha on a fast day, we read the Torah and the Haftarah. Because that's right here. That's this Gemara Bazai. Mikan Vaelach, the last fourth of the day, Ba'inun Rochme. So we ask we we engage in prayer again. We have we have Mincha, we have like a kilo a ni'ilo kilo. We have, uh, we're asking for mercy. So they got up, um, standing together, and they read in the Sefer of the Torah Hashem Elokeichem, Revis Hayom, for a fourth of the day, Revis Mizvodim, and for the next fourth of the day, they were doing Vidui, Mishtachavim Hashem Elokeichem, and they were davening. So this, uh, this Pasuk was in, um, Nehemiah also. Thank you. Starting over. So, Epochanos. The Gemara suggests, why don't we turn it around? Why don't we say, we'll do the davening first, and then we'll do the investigation and the, you know, setting the book straight and giving back the money in the last half of the day. Don't think so. Because the Pazak says, this one's an Ezra this time. So they gathered to me all who were haredim, who were anxious and upset about the words of uh, the God of, of Israel, Al-Malagule, on this terrible uh, treason that had happened. What happened was intermarriage. Ezra came back to Eretz Israel and found some of the Jews had intermarried locals without appropriate conversions. You know, there's Shilas on the conversions. Ksiv ben Minchas Ha'arev, and in the evening of the day, after Mincha, Kamti Metanaisi, I got up from my fast, Ephrasa Kapai El Hashem, and Ezra says, and then I dive and I spread my hands up to Hashem. So it seems like the they gathered to him to talk about the problem. So first, all the Zakanim, all the people gathered together to address the intermarriage issue and see Lamaisa, what do we do about it? So too, the people in the city, they come together and address if there's any financial issues that we have to sort out and get get the money back to the proper owner and, and repay the theft or the the overcharging anything. And then afterwards we pray. So then afterwards they get up for they get up from the fast and they uh, they dive in mincha and they pray and Ezra prays extra. This actually reminds us of the very last daf of Rosh Hashanah, right? Because in the very last daf of Rosh Hashanah, we said you should organize your prayers. You know, back before they had Sidorim, you should have to look at the prayers, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur first. And Rabbi Elazar there says, Le'olam yaster adam He says, you always have to examine what you're praying for before you pray. So think about it this way. If the people in the city, they're just diving, oh, Hashem have mercy, Hashem have mercy. Meanwhile, the guy's got uh, $100 of somebody else's money in his pocket. It's not, that's not good. You know, first you rectify the issues you can. You use your drisha v'chakira. You figure out what's wrong. You figure out how you're going to fix the problem. And then you ask Hashem. I mean, tefillah is a very emotional thing, Rabosai. Tefillah is we're pouring out our heart. It's a vodas We're pouring our heart to Hashem. But first there's intellectual components. This is the last off of Rosh Hashanah. This is right here. You have to intellectually examine what am I davening for? Am I asking Hashem for mercy if I'm not being merciful to other human beings, to his other children? 
Am I asking Hashem for a pardasa and I'm infringing somebody else's pardasa, God forbid? You know, am I asking Hashem for, to, to rain down bracha? Am I suitable kli to receive that bracha? So intellectually, we examine before we go in emotionally and do a vodas alev of tefillah. So that's a reminder of this lesson that's also on the last daf of Rosh Hashanah. Not too long ago, but two weeks ago, we're about to say. Good. So now we're going to shift gears into washing. Into washing on a fast day in front of Amr from Bar Papa, Amr Chista, Koshu Mishum Evil. If something is because of mourning, could go in Tisha B'Av, and Tish, on Tisha B'Av we are mourning for the Churban Abayis. The Oval, and a mourner Mamish, Lo Aleinu lost a relative. Usur, he's Usur to wash, Bein Bechamin, whether it's hot water, Bein Bitsonin, or even in cold water. Koshu Mishum Tanug, but if something is just reducing your, your own egg, your enjoyment, like these public fast days, it's not the level of Tisha B'Av. Could go in tiny tzibur, like the tiny the tiny tzibur that we have in the Mishnah. Bechamin aser, you can't use hot water, but sonin mutzer, but you could still wash in cold water. Amravidi bar avin af ano nami tenina. No, our Mishnah also implies this. No lean at the marchatzot. You lock up the bathhouse. So in the bathhouse, they would heat up the water. We remember this from Shabbos. We discussed. Oh, could you go into the bathhouse on Shabbos? And it was a big discussion there because they say, oh, you're, he's only going into Schwitz. He's going into the sauna, into the steam room. And it's okay because they heated up the steam room before Shabbos. So you could go in and take a Schwitz. And then they realized later that the, the balonim, the bathhouse workers, were adding wood to the fire and heating up water on Shabbos itself. They made a gezerah, gezerah to balonim, to not go in at all, not going even to the steam room, which should be mutter because they were warming it up. I mean, mistama, these were non-Jews or the contractor or something like this who were doing the, the heating up on Shabbos, they were doing it because they knew the Jews wanted to go in there and have a hot schwitz. So that was the, so here in the Mishnah, they lock up the bathhouse. They don't allow the bathhouse to open at all, so no one's going to go in there and bathe in hot water on the Tani Tzibor, on the public fast day. Amalei Abaye, Ibit Sonin Aser. So how does this prove that Sonin is Mutter? If Sonin was Aser, Sochinus Naharos Mebaye Mitne. The Mishnah should add, we block off the river. And it could be shot. You you put a dam over the river. Could you shot you? You put a fence. You build a fence mm-hmm. over the river to stop people from going to have a bath in the river. So if Sonin was Usser, then uh, the the mission would teach that. It doesn't teach that merely because that's impossible. So maybe Sonin is Usser, but it's impossible to block off the river. You can't stop people from crossing rivers, even the Rio Grande. Amr of Sheisha Ravidi This was Abba's real kasha Michti. So let's see, Tnan, it teaches in our Mishnah, Asr Bechitza, it says it's Asr to wash, and it doesn't say hot or cold. No, Lidav Merchatzot Lamali. So I just have to teach you, we lock up the bathhouse on the public fast day, where they heat up the water. So we see they're locking up the bathhouse because hot water washing is Asr, Bitsonin, Mutter, but cold water washing is Mutter on a public fast day. So let's say there's another support for him. Kol Chayavitzvilot. Anyone who's Chayav to immerse in a mikveh, it's you know seven days after he was contaminated, or the, the night after he was contaminated to a sheretz. Tovlin Kedarkan, Bein B'Tishabav, Bein B'Yom Kippur. He can Tovil normally at the normal time, whether it's Tishabav or Yom Kippur. We remember this from the Kohen Gadol. The Kohen Gadol goes to the mikveh. Remember, Yuma wasn't that long ago. Rabbi say he went to the mikveh how many times? A lot. Let's just okay. Let's say a lot. But every time, every time the Kohen Gadol changed clothing on Yom Kippur, and then at the very end also to go home, he would go into the mikveh on Yom Kippur. So that's an interesting thing. But uh, and on Tishbav also, in theory, someone could go to the mikveh if they were chayiv to be matar themselves to be tahar to be to be um, ritualistically pure. Bimai, what are we talking about here? In cold water or hot water? 
We're trying to prove that cold water is mutter. So we're talking about cold water. We're talking about hot water. Is there such thing as a mikveh that's hot? Shuvim ninhu. It become maim shuvim. The assumption here, Rashi speaks out, is if you want to make your mikveh hot, you've got to take out some of the water, put it in a pot, put it on a fire, and boil it up. That comes maim shuvim. Maim shuvim is drawn water. It's water that's not natural rainfall or natural spring or river water. It's been put in a kli by, by human. It's maim shuvim. Now there's a machlokas, whether that's pasal derabanan or deraisa, but it will definitely mess up your mikveh. So if you're putting water in a pot, heating it up, pouring it back in your mikveh, you're going to puzzle your mikveh. Uh, we do remember by Yuma, what did they do by in, in, on Yom Kippur? Remember to the mikveh? They did not warm up the water. They warmed up something and threw it in the water, right? Yeah, a stone or a metal. Yeah, yeah. There's other places they would warm up the floor in the base of Mikdash also. So Said is going to be okay. Said's going to be walking around there with no shoes or bosai. That's why they had heated floors in the base of Mikdash for Said. So it's going to be God willing soon. So they would heat up a rock, Chazagaruch, or a metal bar, and they would throw it into the mikveh. Uh, air of Yom Kippur to heat up the mikvah, you know, and they say over there in Yuma, not really to heat it up, but to take off the chill, you know, so it wouldn't be so cold for the Kohen Gadol who's got to go in there multiple times. So, but Mistama, to make a hot mikvah would require Maim Shuvim, drawn water, which would mess up your mikvah, wouldn't be real mikvah water anymore. Elalabetsonin, so we're talking about in cold water. So we're talking about if you're high of an atvila, you can go in cold water on Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur. in. That's only if you really needed to go to the mikvah on that day. In a shachrina, but another person, low. So this seems to show that a regular person can't wash even in cold water on those days. Uh, it's not required to teach this. It's only teach about chametiveria, which is a hot spring. And it's a spring, it's a mayan. And a mayan is a mikvah. Mayan is the best mikvah. Mayan works even for Azav and Azav. It's beautiful. So for Chamei Tiveria, a person could go to the mikveh in it, but not on Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur, only in Sonen. But we should look at the Seifah. The Chorban bias that we're mourning for is worth losing one Tevila a year. So it maybe means one tefillah bismana if someone was tameh, or it means maybe his custom was to go to the mikvah every single day. You'll see there's some chasidim uh, zrizim, they'll go to the mikvah before shachar even. So God bless them. And some people, they'll still go to the mikvah like Takanas Ezra after they use the bed. And most people, they go to the mikvah maybe once a year. He's saying we're going to lose one mikvah a year. Most people go to the mikvah once or twice a year, but Baruch Hashem, that's also a good, very good minhag. So he's saying uh, it's Kedai to mourn over the temple and not go to the mikvah, even a cold mikvah on Tishabab. If you're talking about Bitsonin, Mutter Lirchatz Bitsonin. So this implies it's Mutter to bathe in cold water. That's where they didn't have a cold mikvah. They only had hot springs there. The only mikvah was hot springs. So he was saying basically you can't use a hot spring on Tishabab. You're going to lose the mikvah because it's Kedai to mourn over the base of Mikdash. Even losing mikvah, even his mashma mikvah bismana, when someone was really mamish tame, they needed it. Tashma, the Bryce states, Kisha Amril Asr bin Malacha. When they say it's Asr in Malacha in our Mishnah, so this is now explaining our Mishnah, Lo Amru Elebayam. This is only talking about during the daytime. Remember that Psalm starts during the day, it was Isfu Zikanim, gather the Zikanim in the daytime. So that's when the Isr Malacha is and the Isr of eating. Of all Belayla Mutter, but someone could do work at nighttime, you know, right before the fast day. It's not Tisha B'Av, it's a regular public fast day. Kasha Amro Asr B'nilas Sandal, we say it's Asr to wear your sandal, which is a real leather shoe. Lo Amro Eila Be'ir, we only said that's by the city, inside the city, where there's streets. 
on the road. This is not a road like we have. This is on the road between cities. It's not so well paved. Mutter. Uh, we mutter to wear your shoes. So what do you do? You go, we walk through the city to the, to the highway, to the road, to the next city. Uh, no, and you can, put on your, you can put on your shoes there when you're outside of the city. You go to the next city where they have streets. You take off your shoes. It's still a public fast day. And when they say it's usher to wash, lo amru ele kol gufo. This only applies to your entire body. But the face and the hands and the feet are mutter to wash. This sounds familiar. We talked about this in Beya, also in, in Beitza, about washing on Shabbos and Yantav. And this also applies to a menuda, someone in Nidui, who's put in cherem. This does not happen very often. If this happens to you, consult your local Orthodox rabbi to do tshuva. And for a mourner, a mourner, it, said, it seems to imply also a mourner could wash not his kogufo, but his face, hands, and feet. Obviously, if they're wearing sandals back then, the feet got quite dirty. But it's still, it's still an Indian to wash parts of your body one at a time. My level, doesn't this allowance for an oval apply to all of these uh, things? We're going to allow him to uh, to wear shoes outside the city and to work at night and to wash parts of his body, but not the whole thing. Uh, if we're talking about using hot water for an oval, can he even wash his face, hands, or feet with hot water? Misharu is that even allowed? Hamar of Sheishis. And a mourner, someone who's mourning for his own loss, can't even stick his finger into hot water. He can't use hot water at all for anything, not even a finger. So must be talking about he's using tzonin. The Gemara says, no, it's really talking about hot water. And you're kasha, you're getting into hot water here. When it's talking about a menuda, a someone excommunicated, or a mourner, a shairakari. That's talking about he can use those other allowances to work during the night or to, to wear shoes in between cities where there's no real roads. But in terms of washing, that only applies during the public fast. They would allow them to wash their face, hands, and feet, maybe even with hot water, but not to the oval himself, not someone who personally lost a family member. Tashima, let's learn from the Mishnah, to Amar Rav Abba, Kohen, Mishum, Rabbi Yossi, a Kohen. Maisei, ben Rabbi Hanina. So the sons of Rabbi Yose, the son of Rabbi Hanina, they passed away. And he washed in cold water all seven days. We're going to explain how this works. Hasam over there, the problem was, the issue there was, it was takef. It was one after another. They didn't. The sons didn't die at the same time. It was one son passed away, and Nebuch, a terrible thing, right after that Avelis, the next son. So it's a terrible thing, but it was doubled. And the Brysa says, If his Avelis, lo Elena, was ze achar ze. So tekef in Hebrew is tekef miad, is, is immediately. So there was, no, there was no gap where he had time to wash after the first shiva. He went right into the second shiva, lo Elena. Hichbid saro, there's a kula. If his hair gets heavy, you know, he has two shloshims in a row also. If his hair gets heavy, make batar. You could lighten it with a razor. Mechabes kasuto, and you could wash his clothing b'mayim. Amar Chisra of Chisra explains what's going on. What's this kula? Betar of Olba Misparayim. They can lighten his hair with a razor, but not with scissors. The Taisa has explained they're not shaving. We don't shave with a razor. They would just like lift up the hair and cut it with a razor instead of using regular scissors like a barber normally would. Bamayim, Veloba Netzer, 
And you could use water to wash his clothing because he has Avelis back to back. He has Shloshim back to back. He could wash his clothing, but not with Netzer Vechol, not with, uh, with Natron and uh, sands. Yeah, these things are used to soap. They were used, Rashi here says, to be, to be Yisloben. We remember from our from our smichas chaver about Shabbos, about libun b'Shabbos, anything that that whitens, even soaking, could considered whiten. But here the issue is we're not going to use we're not going to let him use detergent. It's a kula. We'll let him wash his clothing, but not with detergent because he had back to back avelis nevach. Amar Rava avil mutzer lechotz b'tzonen. So in, in uh, so a mourner can wash in cold water, uh, kol shiva for seven for the first seven days. Midi de hava abisr v'chamer. So. Rava disagrees here. Rava, Rav Chista before said, no, an Avil can't wash. Um, for on a public fast day, he could wash, but an actual mourner for his own personal loss, he can't wash at all. And now here Rava says, he argues on Rav Chista, he says, mutter to wash in cold water for a mourner. Because we let him eat meat and drink wine. So we let a mourner eat meat and drink wine so, uh, during, during mourning. We don't say he has to cut himself off from his normal... Diet. So we let him wash also. Mesive, turning around the bay, so we have a kash on this. Aina Bogeris Rashal Navel et Atzma. A grown young girl. This is going to sound contradictory. She's 12 and a half for both sides. She's already grown up. She cannot, Ain Rashal, she's not permitted le Navel Atzma to make herself nivel, to make herself look uh, repulsive. We have the Lashon Nivel Peh. Curse words. Bad words are called Nivel Peh. They're the disgusting thing of the mouth. She can't be menavel at Atzma to make herself look yucky. Bimei avol avia, during the avelis of her father. Mistamba means her father, Nebuch, passed away. She can't make herself look bad. She can't let herself go. Hanaira Risha, but a regular Nara, who's 12 years old, is allowed. So what's the difference between 12 and 12 and a half? Abosai, once a, when a girl's before 12, she's not, not bas mitzvah. She doesn't have to do any avelis. Once she's 12, she's a gedola. She has to do avelis. But she's not in the Parsha yet. She's not looking for Shidduchim. Twelve and a half already, she's looking for Shidduchim. That's the difference. You remember that there's a Gemara in Kedushin, one of the rabbis, I can't remember his name, he said, uh, I'm very lucky I got married at age 15. I should have got married at 14. It would be even better. It's like Girben and Desoto, he says over there. So they got married very young. So already at 12 and a half, at 12, you know, an average girl was starting to get mature. At 12 and a half, she's already uh, thinking about being in the Parsha of Shidduchim. And if, you, if she lets herself go, during her avelis, and she's be looks like a nivel, looks uh, disgusting. It's not good for shaduchim rabosai. So my love rechitza isn't this talking about washing? Open by and what kind of washing we're talking about? Ilam b'bachami. If we say we're going to let the bogeris, who's twelve and a half, wash in hot water, and in bogeris shah, we say she's not allowed to refrain from washing. Rav Chista says, we quoted this on Ahmed Aleph, a, a mourner, for his own loss, can't even put his finger into hot water. So, so Kol Shagan can't wash Panav Yadav or Kogufu in hot water. Elevatsonin, so we say that this Bogeris, she has to wash in cold water. She has to keep looking good, because it's Shidduchim, it's Kimat Pikoch Nefesh Shidduchim. So she has to wash, I mean, cold water, not hot water. Not in hot water. So low. So no, really when it's talking about she can't be Manava herself, it's not talking about washing. It's akichol or pirchus. It's kichol, slashon kichol, that's eyeshadow, that's her makeup. And pirchus is her hairstyle. So we're saying that her, Nebuch, her father died, but she should keep doing her makeup, which normally uh, someone in a would not do, and do her hair. So this is, we're going to say, this is kind of surprising. Her father, Nebuch, died, and this Bogaris, who's 12 and a half years old, is doing her makeup and her hair because of Shaduchim. So people are going to see her, and, 
it, it sounds odd. Now, if, if, you're, if you're in the part of looking for a shidduch for your son, you know that, of course, you want a girl who's your shemayim, balas chesed, all the mailas, good family. You know, Baruch Hashem. That's, that's what we're looking for for our children, is, you know, your shemayim, first and foremost. But our sages understand that human beings are human beings. We are spiritual entities stuffed into a physical body. And that's by design. Hashem did that on purpose. And Hashem gave us this physical body to, you know, when, when, a, when a boy's body sees a girl's body and he likes it, it's interesting to him. And he's, he wants to, wants to learn more, wants to find out if she's a balas chesed and a balas midas, taivas, and, you know, see if there's a shidduch there, potential there. And this is something we learn out from Avraham Avinu, who, remember, this wasn't so long ago, a few weeks ago, Avraham goes down to Mitzrayim and he sees his wife and says, uh-oh, she's very beautiful. The Egyptians might kill me to take her. And Rashi there says he wasn't in the habit of looking at his wife very much. Rabbi that's by Avram Avinu. That's not by us. That's a, that's a, that's a midas chasidus. Okay, so for normal people, they do pay attention to what other people look like, especially young men pay attention to what young women look like. Even by chasidim, the chasim the kala meet each other at least once, you know, so that's even by them. So it's, it's something to keep in mind if your children are in that stage of life where they have to look their best. It, midas are important. And no one can deny that your Shemaim is the most important. And, you know, being a Ben Torah, being a Bas Torah, it's the most important. But we, we also look at, our sages take this into account. People are also superficial. We are spiritual and we are elevated and we are your Shemaim. We're also superficial at the same time. That's taken into account by our sages. So the girl who just lost her father in Gloaleno, she can still do her makeup and her hair because, you know, people are going to come in, they're going to see her, they're going to think about Shaduchim, they're going to think about a young man they have for him, or people are going to come over to console the family, and they're going to see her. And it could mess up her chances to land a proper Shaduch, who's a Ben Torah with Yerush Shemaim, who's Kavayitim Latoyra, and all the Milas, but if that Ben Torah sees her and she looks like a schlub, it's, the Shaduch's not going to be Oleyafa, it's not going to work. So we see that Chazal account for human nature. And Hashem gave us human nature, because Hashem's the one who put us into these physical vessels. So that's the Bogaris who's allowed to wash herself. Uh, we, well, we, it wasn't a proof she's allowed to wash herself, but we did prove she can use makeup and do her hair doing her veilus. Uh, so this is what we cited on the bottom of Ahmed Aleph, that he, his sons died one after another. He washed in cold water. Koshiva probably refers to the second Shiva after the first son. After he observed the Shiva of the first son, it was the Shiva of the second son. They were one after another. So this is what we said before. He could lighten his hair with a shinui by using a razor instead of scissors. He has to use a razor, not scissors. So here they add ohol as another detergent he can't use, but we would be makel. Uh, if he had two Avelas back-to-back, there are coolers for that. So if it comes up, Lo'oleinu, you know, you have to ask a Shaila. Uh, but we, we see it's not a proof that uh, that's the, the Avel can, can wash, because maybe that's a Kula. Ika da Amre, Amr Rava. So there's another version of Rava. And remember, Rava argues on Rav Chista. Rava says the mourner can wash. Rav Chista says they can't wash. Avel, Aser, Bitsonen. So Rava says an Avel is Aser to use cold water, kol shivas. Sorry, now Rava's agreeing to Rav Chista. Maishna, before Rav was arguing with Hista, now he's agreeing with Hista. Maishna, what's different? We do let an Avil eat meat and drink wine. What's different about meat and wine than washing? Why does he eat meat and drink wine? 
to push away his pacha, to push away his anxiety and his fear. Rashi doesn't say anything here, but the Mepharshim say, if we make him change his regular diet, you know, he has to become a, a vegan, little lane or something like this, it, it bothers him much more than not washing. <laughs> thank, thank you. Dr. Esterson's laughing back there. He's God forbid, God forbid. Yeah, so it, it would really upset his routine. So we, we know by Avelus, we know that um, Yaakov Vinu was making a stew for Yitzhak. It was lentil stew. It was menak to eat something round. That's only the first seuda. But we don't want to change someone's diet. We don't want to change someone's regular activity during Avelis. I mean, they're Osek and Avelis, and they're mourning over what we've lost. This is what we do in Tisha B'Av morning. In the, the morning of Tisha B'Av, we are considering what we've lost. And that's the whole purpose of Shiva, is to think about what we've lost. It's not to kill yourself. It's not for the people who are still alive to beat themselves up or deprive themselves. It's to focus on what they have lost. So we don't make them change their diet. So maybe we don't let them wash because it's a tainug, it's an oneg, it's nice, it's relaxing. But to change their diet, we don't let them do. It would, it would bother them, it would scare them, it would give them pachad, like anxiety. So here Rava agrees to Rav Chista, we wouldn't let them wash. Let's say this is a port for Rava. Ain Bogeris or Shal in Naval Atzma. The Bogeris is not allowed to be Manaval herself. Ha Naira Shah. So a 12 year old would be allowed to Manaval to let herself go during a Velas, but my. What are you talking about? We say she can't wash with hot water. Ain Bogeris or Shah. And we say the 12 and a half year old who's in the Parsha of Shadduchim already, she's not allowed to let herself go. She has to wash Hamar of Chista. Avil, Osir, Lahojit, And he can't even put his finger in hot water. So we'd say maybe she could wash it sonin. No, it's not approved. No, she can do her makeup and do her hair. It's interesting. The Tosfos here on top says, Omeri, he quotes the Ri, Daha Rishal of Dafka. He says, Ain Rishal. It sounds like she's not allowed to let herself go. He says, Lav Dafka. She doesn't have to wash. So interesting. The Tosfos is saying she doesn't have to do her makeup and her hair, but she's allowed to. But the Pasha of the Gemara is Ain Bogeris or Shal and She can't let herself go. So it's sort of a tension there, you know, how important her looks are. And you'll see this when you when you when when your when your sons are looking for Shaduchim, if somebody puts in the time and the effort, they take care of themselves, they look nice, it reflects that they have a certain self-esteem and a self-confidence. You know, someone can have uh, beautiful meadows inside, and if the outside doesn't look right, that reflects maybe there's something lacking in, in their self-esteem and their sense of self. If somebody feels good inside, they also want to, you know, look decent, look presentable on the outside. So that could be something at play here also. So enough of that. This also shows us in Avil, his personal loss, he can't do laundry for those seven days. It was only, remember, when it was back-to-back of Eilis Lo'olenu that we allowed him to do laundry without detergent. And the halacha is... And Avil can't wash his entire body. Whether it's hot water or cold water, kol shiva, for the first seven days of shiva. But to wash a body part at a time, his face, his hands, his legs. He can't use hot water. That's chamin. He can use cold water. The Rifa adds that the Bogaris could even wash her whole body in cold water. And to anoint yourself with oil when he's, uh, when he's in shiva. Even a little oil is aser. If it's merely to remove the zuhama, to get rid of a bad smell or a schmutz, then it would be mutter. So interestingly, on a fast day, it seems like to use a scented deodorant would be forbidden, but to use an unscented would be allowed, because it's, it's simply to avoid the zuhama, to avoid the, the schmutz smell. So not poskening, but that's what it sounds like from the Gemara. Now we shift gears from washing into davening. 
praying on a tiny's Hechimadkarina. And where do we mention that? Where do we say Anenu Rabosai? Adberei Rav Yehuda, the Rav Yitzhak Berei, Vidorish. So this is interesting. So Rav Yehuda was walking and talking with his son, Rav Yitzhak. So his son was already Rav. His son had already gone to Kolel and gotten Smicha. And the father is still teaching Torah to his son, even though the son is also a Gadol in his own right. So this is a Musser for us. You know, if you, as your children get old and they're going to yeshiva, you can keep teaching them. As your children, your children are getting more mature, they might even be more receptive to what you say. Uh, so what he's saying is, an individual who accepted a tainus on himself. He davens shel He adds anenu. Where does he say anenu in his tefillah? He puts it as a separate bracha between goel and rofe. So he, he adds a bracha. Moskif law, Rav Yitzhak. So his son, Rav Yitzhak, says, I, Tati, I have a kasha on this. He, Yachid, Kovea bracha l'atzmo. Can an individual add a bracha to Shemon Yisrael? Elam, Rav Yitzhak, B'Shomea Tzfilah. So Rav Yitzhak says an individual adds anenu inside the Shomea Tzfilah. And this is, the Tai says, points out, this is how he paskin. The Tai says, Hachi pasak b'shmaita, the tefillah's tainus b'shamea tefillah, and yachid kaveh bracha la'atzma. So that's what we do. We say, aneinu b'shamea tefillah. V'chen amar rav sheish, for yachid, not for the sheikh tzivah, which we're going to see. V'chen amar rav sheish is b'shamea tefillah. So he put, so a yachid puts his aneinu there. Meisivay, ain bein yachid l'tzibur, they ask a kasha, there's no difference between an individual and the public. Ela shazay mispalo shman esrei, zay mispalo chayisrei. 19. So one is 18, one is 19. Now this is Lav Davkar Bosai. Remember, famously, in the fourth parak of Brachos, we talked about when they added Laminim for the Malshinim. They added a 19th Bracha. So we say Shmona Esrei. After that, we really, in Yavna, they added that. So this is already uh, 1900 years ago. They added this Bracha uh, on the Malshinim. So now we're up to 19 as the default. So when they, hear, when they say 18, they really mean 19, but they don't mean 20. So they say. Uh, there's no between an individual and the shleach tibor So on a fast day, the anenu for the shleach tibor, the public prayers, have anenu as a separate bracha. So we're talking about an individual and a tibor here. If we say the yachid is an individual davening on a fast day, and the tibor is the shleach tibor davening for everybody, and you say he davens 19 brachas, the Shlech Tibur davens 19. There's actually going to be 24. We're going to see this, Rabosai, in uh, two, two or three days from now. We're going to see that there's uh, actually, yeah, uh, two days from now, we see there's actually 24 brachas on public fast days. We don't do this anymore, but they, they had this. They had additional brachas about the rain and asking for mercy. We're going to see this. This is what it's saying. This there's no difference between an individual accepted his own personalistic fast day on himself. It's just him, not anyone else. The yachid shekibel of tiny tzibur, or a yachid who accepted on himself a tiny tzibur. Now, if it's a tiny tzibur, wouldn't everyone accept it? So remember, the first three were only the yachidim. And the Gemara explained yachidim was the leaders, was the rabbis, but it said if somebody wanted to make himself a yachid, since it's a tsar, he could join in that group. So if he was makabel to join in that group, he would daven like they do, he would daven the anenu. So we say the Yachid, who's it's a tiniest Yachid, his own personal fast, he would say Anenu in Shemet Fila, but a public fast, they would add Anenu, he would daven Anenu as a separate bracha. So we see from here, Yachid Kaveh Bracha Laasbul. A Yachid, an individual davening on a public fast day, could add the bracha of Anenu as a separate bracha. 
So he rejects this. No. Who adds it as separate bracha? The shaliach tibur. The kakash shaliach shaliach tibur esrin v'arba. And you tell me shaliach tibur is going to be davening twenty four brachas on a public fast day. Motzle, that's what he davens. Begimel tainus rishonos. But the first three fasts, remember, the first three fasts are only yechidim; they're less machmir. The leika esrin v'arba that doesn't have twenty four brachas in the tefila. Uh, Velo, there is not twenty four brachas in the first three fast day tefilas. Ha ein bein katani. It says ein bein, and the later mission is going to say there's no difference between the first three and the next three and the last seven. Ein ben katani, ein ben gimel rishanos the gimel etzayos. There's no between the first three fast days and the middle three fast days. The second set of behab elisha be'elu matarin b'siyas malacha, but they can, uh, but the first ones you could do malacha be'elu asorin b'siyas malacha. And like we said in our mishnah, and spoke about at the beginning of today's learning, uh, the second set of three fast days, the second behab is asur to do malacha. We learned out from the the etzeres the etzora. Uh, but the 24 brachas is a shoven. So it's mashma. They would daven 24 blessings in the public prayers of the first three fast days, even though not everyone's fasting yet. Ton of a shire. So it teaches in it left something out. My shire, the high shire. So what it leave out that it left out that there's a 24 bracha difference. Uh, 24 verses 19. But two, it also says ain bain. Ain bain means no difference. So usually the, the wording is ain bain ella. There's no difference between this and that, except for this one thing. But the teacher of the Mishnah, we're going to see this, Ein Bein Mishnah, we're, we're comparing the laws of the first three fasts, the second three fasts, second Bahab, to the last seven fasts. When it says uh, Ein, Ein Bein, it's only talking about Isurim, like it's Asur in Malacha, it's Mutra the first three, and it's Asur the middle three and the last seven. But it's not talking about the difference in Tfilos. There is a difference in Tfilos. We'd say that the first three fasts, they would daven only 18, which really 19 blessings. But in the second set, they would daven 24 blessings. We're going to leave it here, uh, and we're going to continue tomorrow talking about the tefillah of a fast day. Shkoyach Rabosai. Thank you. Thank you. Happy, uh, happy, happy not Akum turkey eating day. So no, the Rav Moshe adds that if you accept Thanksgiving as like you're going to do it all the time every year, he says that's kind of like adding on to the Torah and you shouldn't do that. If Thanksgiving feels like a religious holiday to you, that's that's probably a bad idea according to Rav Moshe's uh, learning of it. But if it's just a, you know, a chance to get together with family, there's good reason to uh, give it a chance. Okay.